Hello and welcome to another edition of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I'm your host, Becky Easton. So in addition to being National Dog Month, Children's Eye Health and Safety Month, National Wellness Month, National Goat Cheese Month, and maybe my favorite that honestly I just haven't been partaking in nearly enough, National Brownies at Brunch Month, August is also National Make-A-Will Month. Have you, my dear listener, already prepared your will? If you have, congratulations. Too few Americans have taken this key first step in the estate planning process. In fact, according to Caring.com's 2022 Wills and Estate Planning Study, only 33% of Americans over the age of 18 have created their will. And while having a will is important for all but a very few people with assets that would not pass through probate, creating a will is just one small part of an effective estate plan that works to keep your loved ones out of court and out of conflict. With this in mind, I'm going to take a look at exactly what having a will in place will and will not do for you and your loved ones in the terms of estate planning. So if you have yet to create your will or haven't reviewed your existing will recently, I recommend contacting a personal family lawyer near you to get this vital first step in your estate planning handled right away. So what does a will do anyway? A will is a legal document that outlines your final wishes as far as how you would like your assets distributed to your surviving family members, friends, or organizations. Having a will in place allows you to do the following four things. Number one, a will allows you to choose how assets are divided upon your death. A will's primary purpose is to allow you to designate how you want your assets divided among your surviving loved ones upon your death. If you die without a will, State law governs how your assets are distributed, which may or may not be in line with your wishes. And however, a will only allows you to provide for the distribution of certain types of assets. For example, a will only covers assets owned solely in your name. Other types of assets, such as those with a beneficiary designation and assets co-owned by you with the others, are not affected by your will. Number two. A will allows you to name an executor. In your will, you can name the person or persons you want to serve as your executor, sometimes called a personal representative. Following your death, your executor is responsible for wrapping up your final affairs. This includes numerous responsibilities, including filing your will with the local probate court, locating and managing all of your assets, paying off any debts you have outstanding, filing and paying your final income taxes, and finally, distributing your remaining assets to your named beneficiary. Keep in mind that this is a job you are giving someone. So while you may be tempted to name all of your kids because you don't want to offend anyone, selecting one and making a list of backups may be preferable to help the process along. And number three, a will also allows you to name guardians for your minor children. However, naming guardians for your children in your will alone is seriously risky and doing so may even leave your kids vulnerable to being taken into the care of strangers if something happens to you. And this is true even if you've worked with another lawyer to create your will, because most lawyers just haven't studied and been trained on what's necessary for ensuring the well-being and care of minor children. Fortunately, whether you've named guardians for your kids in your will or have yet to take any action at all, you're in the right place listening to me today. As a personal family lawyer, I've been trained by the author of the best-selling book, Wear Clean Underwear, 
a fast, fun, friendly, and essential guide to legal planning for busy parents on legal planning for the unique needs of families with minor children. And as a result of this training, our firm offers a comprehensive system known as the Kids Protection Plan, which is included with every estate plan we prepare for families with young children. While you should meet with us to put the full Kids Protection Plan in place as soon as possible, protecting your children is such a critical and urgent issue, we've created a totally free website where you can get your plan started right now. If you've yet to take any action at all, visit this 100% free website where you can take the first steps to create legal documents naming legal guardians for your children to ensure that should anything happen to you prior to creating your estate plan, your kids would be cared for by the people you would want in the way you would want. And you can get started by going to this website, which is eastonlaw.kidsprotectionplan.com. And we'll put that um, for you in, um, in the description as well. Also, as my gift to you, I'd like to send you a complimentary copy of Wear Clean Underwear. And you can go ahead and claim that by going to bit.ly forward slash E-L-W-C-U book. And again, that's another one that I will put in the, um, in the description for you so you can get to that easily. So it's two great websites to get you started on your planning and getting you informed. And again, those were eastonlaw.kidsprotectionplan.com and bit.ly forward slash E-L-W-C-U book to get a copy of Wear Clean Underwear sent right to you. And then after you've completed those initial actions, you can schedule a family wealth planning session with us or a personal family lawyer in your state. And we can put the full kids protection plan in place and determine if there's anything else your family might need to ensure the well-being and care of your children. If you've already named long-term guardians in your will, either on your own or with a lawyer, we can review your existing legal documents to see whether you've made any of the six common mistakes that could leave your kids at risk. From there, we'll revise your plan to ensure your children are fully protected. And lastly, number four, your will can serve as a backup for a living trust. Because it can be difficult to transfer the legal title to every single one of your assets into a revocable living trust before your death, most trusts are combined with what's known as a pour-over will. This type of will serves as a backup to a living trust, so all assets not held by the trust upon your death are transferred, are poured into your trust through the probate process. Having a will in place only gives you a limited amount of power over the distribution of certain assets, but it doesn't mean you should go without one. Without a will, you'd have no say in who inherits your assets when you die, and everything you own could even end up going to the state. And worse than that, your surviving loved ones will be the ones who have to clean up the mess that you've left behind. And they'll be the ones who have to handle all of this while simultaneously grieving your death. Instead, you'll want to see your will as an important first step in the estate planning process. One that works best when integrated with a variety of other legal vehicles, like trusts, powers of attorney, and advanced healthcare directives. I'll expand a little bit more on this in an upcoming episode where I'll detail all of the things that your will does not do for you. And then we'll also outline the different estate planning tools that you should have in place to make up for these potential blind spots in your plan. And until then, 
If you need to get your estate planning started, or you'd like us to review your existing estate plan, even one created by another lawyer, to see if you're missing anything, and you're in either Arizona or Colorado, you can hop on my calendar for a 15-minute call by calling my front desk at 480-999-4455 or by going directly to bit.ly forward slash call Easton Law. And if you're not in Arizona or Colorado, you can find a personal family lawyer near you by going to personalfamilylawyer.com. So remember, unless we have an agreement in place, I'm not your lawyer. And until then, nothing I say should be construed as legal, financial, business, or tax advice because I don't know anything about your unique situation. So Family Wealth and Other Musings is now available for download on most platforms. And wherever you get your podcasts, you can find me. So if you felt so inclined to support the show by liking, following, subscribing, donating one time, or leaving a review, I would appreciate it. You're ultimately helping to boost the show and help more people find me and help me talk to more people. And also, if you ever have any ideas for an episode or something you'd like to hear more about, I am all ears. Thanks again for listening in again today. This has been Family Wealth and Other Musings, and I'm your host, Becky Easton. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.